we are back in this thing again. Damn fool. What's happening, man? How you feel, good brother? I'm, I'm feeling good, man. I feel, I feel damn good. I feel damn good. Can I tell you how I feel, good brothers? How you feel? I'm glad you asked. I didn't think he was gonna ask me. <laughs> I feel amazing. You know, I just finished. I just finished celebrating my birthday. Happy belated yes. birthday! Yeah, shout out to my brother, damn fool, for coming through. I had a little kickback at my place. Yeah, it was chill. It was, you know, some grown folk shit. People, I did you know, for the first time, damn sure did shrooms. I gave them to him. Yes, I did. I facilitated that whole move. I gave that man. As a matter of fact, it got to a point at 12 o'clock. If you was in my place, I was putting a mushroom in your goddamn mouth. Damn. And you did not have a choice. Get your ass out of here. You seen that one girl got her ass up out of there? Yeah, she's so I was like, hey, listen, you better get your ass out of here because I'm about to put her shroom in your goddamn thoke. It's about to be some mushrooms, It is about to be a mushroom extravaganza. We make sure we let everybody know what's about to happen. This is what's going on. I'm always give you a heads up. So you know I need to get my ass out of here. But I was thinking about that day, man. It was dope, man. I appreciate everybody that showed me love, man. Everybody that was hitting me up. Some cats, man. And some of you niggas, too. Some of you niggas on my birthday was talking about, fuck your birthday, what an episode. Right. What? Niggas was ready for that because the episode was, I guess it dropped a little late. They be that Man, my birthday was on a Tuesday. Episodes dropped on Tuesday. Them niggas say, fuck that birthday shit. What a goddamn episode. Now, I just want to run through a couple of things before we get going. Uh, a couple of people uh, was in my inbox and they were saying, you know, like it was a couple of women. And I hadn't told y'all women about sending me bad titties <laughs> in my goddamn DM. Nobody likes me. And y'all thought y'all were doing a good deed. Oh, it's your birthday. I just think I'd give you a little something. I think I'd just give you. Man, that, look, man, you see the titties that's out here. Let me tell y'all something, ladies. Y'all see the titties y'all up against out here, man. <laughs> it's some. <laughs> you up against some titties, right? You can't just be out here just throwing your titty out there. They got, they got perfectly made titties now. Especially <sighs> with all this work being done. That's what I'm saying. It's like, and you just send, you gonna send me that? You gonna send regular titties? You gonna send me, you up against some real, some real heavy titty work. Dr. Miami is on y'all goddamn ass. So, ladies, I'm grateful that you would take that gesture to send me some titties, but again, man, you know what? Don't even send me no more titties. I don't even want no more. Just, just don't do it. Just, just don't. And y'all thought y'all were doing a good deed on my birthday. And for those who send those delectable pictures, I definitely appreciate you guys. As well. It was a good birthday, man. Y'all can send me the regular titties. Okay, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. Send them to fool. <laughs> and fool going to fart them. Don't you send them ever, ever, ever again to me. Don't you ever send me your titties. Don't nobody send them. Don't nobody send them. No. Oh, shit. Nigga, that's hilarious. And it got me to thinking, fool. Hey, hold, hold that though. Okay. Go for, go for it. Go for it. Hold on. I'm proud of you, though. I just going to say, I got I'm proud of him. Because he was worried about them goddamn shrooms. He was like, man, I don't know nothing about this shit. I ain't never take it before. All we gonna be good. All the shit he do. They only. I've done drugs. I don't do drugs. I've done drugs. It's a difference. I don't do drugs. But it's like once you do it, you. Once you've done it, you do it. Once you do it, you do it. So no, but what I was about to say about you was talking about the titties. I am an avid believer in. I don't want a picture of vagina. I hate pictures of pussies. Like, now, there's some pretty pussies out there, but pussy as a whole ain't the prettiest thing. Send me some titties. Send me, like, good titties. That, that ass shot like mm -hmm. this. 
I don't want to see a full-on predator face. Especially with hair on it. Cut them goddamn 70s pussies out. And y'all get right up in it. It's like, I'm, it's like, like, ah! Bitch, I don't want to see y'all. Back up a little bit. It's a lot. Goddamn Cobra Commander Snake. I thought it was just me, fool. No. I don't like that shit either. Send me the full body shot or the yeah. mirror shit. Boy, showing the titty shot. The overhead laid on my back. Now, let me tell you a discussion I had in my inbox with a couple of females. Uh, it's all, it depends on who you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Now, I was having a discussion with this lady about hairy pussies. She was saying, hey, look, you don't understand. That's natural to grow shit. Here's the deal. You can get that pro-black pussy out of my face. I don't care nothing about that. <laughs> you can get that on out of my face. I don't care nothing about that. <laughs> you can get that out of here. You can get that out of here. You can get that out of here. I don't like it. No. I don't Dude. like it. It ain't no chicken. I don't like it. For a family battle. <laughs> Harriet Tubman snatch. <laughs> I didn't like it at all. But look. Okay, no, go ahead. So my birthday got me to thinking. Got you to think. Reflecting. Man, I've met some really dope ass people in my life. Some y'all know, a lot of them you will never ever know. For instance, one, Milo. Milo is probably one of the most brilliant men that I've ever ever encountered in my life. Milo was graduated top of his class in high school. He's an older gentleman. He's much older than me. Probably like 20, 25 years older than me. Okay. So he grew up around with my uncles now. So everybody knew him. Milo graduated top of his class, went to Southern University, graduated top of his class, went to law school, was just an excellent human being. Mm -hmm. But not a nigga smoke crack. Uh, Milo? Yep. Yeah. So, 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 not to diminish any of his accolades, I just, no, I just gave no, no, no. niggas still got that's him. What I, that's what I hate, when niggas act like because diminish it. crack that. And crack, it didn't happen. But crack delete all your shit, bro. Crack no, could press control all delete, but, I mean, some of your accomplishments are too great to just if, if be George tarnished by crack. If Michael would smoke crack, that would take three rings off right off the bat. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Mike could smoke crack on national TV. He could still got the six. And, niggas gonna, and, and his shoes, sales going to go up. <laughs> smoke crack publicly in Times Square. Nigga on a real digital platform. They could change the George Simple to a nigga hidden. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is that woke ass? Can you hand me that woke ass ass trick? Uh, yeah, yeah. So Milo, Milo is a crackhead, and Milo, if you don't know Milo, like, if you, uh, in my generation, you don't know Milo's history, mm -hmm. luckily I knew it because my, my uncle's and I went to school with him. Now, Milo walks everywhere. Okay. Okay. He walks, I seen him on a bike once. That's crackhead shit, though. He walked everywhere. This nigga is probably the most fit crackhead you ever seen in your life. This nigga is fit. He has a little afro, a scruffy beard. He got these big eyes, but he got like a nice little gray of hair. But he's always got his shirt open a little bit. You know what I mean? And he's sweating. Keep a towel around his neck and a bucket. A bu What's the bucket for? I'm glad you asked. Milo washes everybody's car. I knew it. And you don't even have to give him permission to wash that bitch. He'll just start washing it. Even in the rain. Let me tell you something. That's why I'm going with this. Milo usually hangs out at the club. Now, most people, you don't even think to get your goddamn car wash at night. Milo 
genius now. Genius. The gentleman is a Milo. Don't you ever forget this, ladies and gentlemen. Milo's a genius. <coughs> Graduated top of his class high school and in, at Southern and went to law school. Milo's a fucking genius. Don't you let that bucket in, bucket in them towels discourage you, don't you let nothing take from you. believing otherwise. All right. Milo's a genius. Now, I don't know he watches him at night until this particular night. Go ahead. No, I'm yeah. So I don't know he watches into this one particular night. I'm at the club, and I, I'm like in my freshman year of college. I come home, I'm at the club, and I see Milo walking fast as shit with a bucket, a bunch of towels in there, towel around his neck, shirt wide open, sweating, just finished getting high, mm -hmm. ready to go to get some more money. Now, he's washing cars for $9.99. $9.99. That's what his price is. $9.99. I'm washing you up when you come out, you clean. I'm washing you up when you come out, you clean. And candy-coated uh, uh, paint jobs was big. Milo out there washing. So I come out. I don't know why I came out to talk to somebody or something. I see Milo out there, and I see my Uncle Fremo. Uncle Fremo. I said, what's up, Mo? He said, what's happening, nephew? Oh. I was like, I'm nothing. Look at old Milo, man. Now, at this time, I don't know this about Milo. Right. I don't know he's that smart. And I was like, man, that motherfucker, boy, all he do is smoke crack. My uncle said, said, that was the smartest motherfucker we ever had in this city. And I'm like, really? Yeah. You ever talked to that little motherfucker? I was like, nah. I never talked to him. Talk to him sometime. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to talk to him tonight. Tonight, I got Tonight. You. I got you. He's out. He just finished washing the car. He up doing his thing. $9.99. I'm getting you clean when you come out. When you come out, you clean. $9.99. That's a good sale. I didn't realize his smarts. We'll get around to that. So I said, Milo, what's up, Milo? Oh, nothing, young brother. Ain't nothing, young brother. I said, Milo, what you doing? I had getting all the money. Getting all the money. Washing everybody's car. Prime cars. I'm washing them. I said, Milo, how are you washing cars? There's no water in that bucket. Ain't no soap in that bucket. He ain't got no soap. What? He got a towel around his neck. He got about five towels in there. Milo said, let me show you something, young brother. He pulls up the bucket. He put on a towel. He said, see this towel right here? Hold this right here. Bam. See this towel right here? Hold this right here. Bam. Hold this towel right here. Bam. Hold this towel right here. Bam. And the last one holds this one right here. Bam. What it feel like to you? What it feel like to you? I was like, it don't feel like nothing. You know why? Because you don't watch cars. I do. See, young brother, each one of these towels is saturated differently. I said, this nigga says saturated. A crackhead. Talk to me about saturation. I said, oh, shit. He proceeds to take one towel, right? Throws it up against the tar car. Pow! He started wiping that bitch. It started getting soapy. Motherfucker, I don't know, soapy. Bam, takes that down. Give me that towel right there, your brother. Pow! Bam! It's not what we're doing right here now. Now we coating it. We coating it. We're just taking it off and coating it at the same time. Each one of these towels, this nigga washed this car with five towels, no water, no soap. Clean that bitch up. Inside, no vacuum cleaner. Vacuum what? Ain't no vacuum. What are you? Hand, nigga. His hands. Nigga right here. Mm, mm, mm. Hard ass, rough ass hands. What he doing? He's taking his hands, scrubbing the goddamn concrete, and wiping that bitch out. Mm. I watched this. And, and successfully, bruh. Success. Taking them bitches in the corner. He cornered his Taking his nails. He cleaned. That nigga using. That nigga is a human vacuum cleaner. That nigga's a broom. That's a crackhead broom. That nigga's a crackhead broom. Scooping that bitch up. 
I said, oh my God. And we not talking about no 30 minutes, 40 minutes on the car. He knocking that bitch out in like 10, 12 minutes. Inside and out. That's how he gonna get 20 of them before the club closed. Five motherfucking towels. Cleaning this bitch down. I said, God damn. I said, Milo, what happened, bro? Like, you know, like, damn, you, you are a smoker. What happened? What's the deal, bro? Crack. Crack is what happened, young brother. <laughs> That's what's gonna keep happening. Now, you got a car? I ain't got no car with shit. We ain't got nothing to talk about. Right, dude. We ain't got nothing else to talk about. You ain't even riding in nothing. He didn't try to sugarcoat it. That man said, crack. How did you get the crack? That's right to the point. Hey, I say, bro, you got to applaud that brother, man. That I brother. Love, that's what I love about crackheads. They want to We got a lot of crackheads in Chicago. And today. Talk to me. Today, I got one of my brothers from Chicago. Shot in down. the building. Hey, I've been knowing this brother at least, I'd say, between eight to ten years now. Longer than that. Okay. Yeah, how long you been doing comedy now? About 12, 13. So then I've been knowing him that long. You know what I'm saying? Because I met him when he first started coming around the comedy club. Used to hang around and, you know what I'm saying? You could tell he was one of the niggas kind of had his life together. You know what I'm saying? You know, this nigga, yeah. Like, comedy is like the dope game. You know what I'm saying? You'd be looking at niggas like, you know, when you're in the dope game, you see a nigga that's got a mom and a daddy. It's like, he's like, nigga, fuck is you out here selling drugs, bro. That's how comedians look at niggas with good jobs. And why y'all there? You never do this. <laughs> what is you doing? I never knew what the did. I just I always knew this nigga looked like he was all right. Like he was together. He, was, he got his shit together. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Well, man, I met him years ago. started doing comedy. He started being around more and more. In comedy, you always look at niggas like they not going to stick around. Like, you know, this nigga going to be here for the bitches and then he going to be gone. This nigga was like... Nah, every Wednesday he was at the open mic. He wanted to get better. He hung around me and Rail and all the other cats just like as much as he could. And I hadn't started it that much longer than him. It's just I probably had done a lot of shit up at that mo up to that moment already. So it was right. like a lot of niggas be like niggas be thinking I've been doing comedy forever. Niggas be like, Man, remember we was all coming through together in ninety six. Ninety six. I was in high school, talking about but I met this nigga, he stuck around, he'd do, he been doing his thing, still doing his thing. I see a lot of great things in the man's future. Ladies and gentlemen, in the studio with us tonight, my man Marvin M. Dubs Phipps. What up, people? What's going on, man? What up, Dubs? Man, I'm, I'm just tripping because I love, like, Shot Time, we got appreciation for hypes. Like, like, yeah. like crackheads, we treat them good because... Now, I've had to explain to them before that... In Chicago, we call hypes. It, we crack heads hypes. hypes, and it's yeah. because everything they do seems so hyper. They always moving fast, looking and peeking, and you know, shoulders twiddling. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Call like, hypes. So, hypes. Okay, go ahead. And they sell everything, but they, when you got good hypes in your neighborhood, you treat them right. You, know you got to. You got to. You got to. Because they bringing you shit that you need, and I don't know how they know when you need shit. They good errand runners. They, They're great. They do shit like stop at a barbershop to yeah. see if anybody needs it. Just courteous. Just like, like, altruism. You know we need nine volt batteries. <laughs> like how did you know that I was gonna need thirty of these, like for my smoke detectors? Like they just they have shampoo, <laughs> deodorant, dog food. 
Clippers. He said, how did you know I needed 99, 39 more How did you know that hype, man? That's actually true. I bought, at 1 o'clock in the morning, I bought some socks out of a pizza joint on... I'm talking about not just. I'm talking about a bunch of motherfucking socks. Box of socks. Like a like a a, a a bushel of socks. I spent. I think I spent nine dollars. <laughs> and he threw in some deodorant. Just threw that in. I was like, you just throwing in the deodorant? Cause it's some shit I only want to buy from crackheads. <coughs> That's true. You know what I'm saying? It's only certain shit like you, you know, can't beat that deal. You can't beat six bottles of shampoo for two dollars. It's like. Give it to me. You know what I'm saying? But it's always one bad crackhead that just befriends you and do you wrong. We had this. this he messed it up. He fuck right it up for all the hypes across the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This hype in my neighborhood. His name was Big Drone. He worked on cars. You know what I'm saying? He, he fixed your car. He can they start it. From nothing. They the most resourceful niggas I'm alive. Oh they know how to do everything. Tuck pointing. HVAC. Look, <laughs> I don't care what the shop tell you. Shop say you need a new transmission. This nigga get out of there, put some shit under there, your shit run six more months. You're like, how the hell? But one of these niggas betrayed me. <laughs> and, and this nigga who used to fix my car, man. I hope he ain't watching. But I hope his family and friends. But he... He ended up big drove, right? Big drove, big drove. He ends up stealing my car, stole my shit, and all it, it, my car was missing for like two or three weeks. And I ain't know who had it. And, and keep in mind, he always fixed on my car, so he knew my car better than me. Right. So it wasn't till about two, three weeks later, another hype. A homie of his, a hype associate, told me, you know Big Drove got your cop. I'm like, you niggas ain't shit. Y'all don't stick together. A hype he told me, if you pay me $20, I'll tell you where he at. This nigga was out west in my car. I found a nigga. Now, he was locked up. Drove? Big Drove was locked up. My car just sitting in the parking lot. And his, I guess his girlfriend was driving, but they was like, this bitch driving my car. They had like a basket of laundry in there. <laughs> they didn't move into your shit. I said, you motherfuckers, man. They doing errands in your shit. But they tired. <laughs> I, I guess he got out. And some months went past. And you know how something happened and you try to act like you feel bad, but he ended up getting killed. Big drum. Big drum. And somebody tried to tell me, like, you know Big Joe got killed, and I tried to act sad. And I was like, I knew God looked out for me, because I didn't want to hurt him. <laughs> so, God, so I was like, see how God worked. Because sometimes you don't, <laughs> you ever wanted to do something to somebody, but you don't want to go to jail. But then when something happened, like, God took that hell for me. And he, and he, nigga, you he, stupid. But how he died, one, I didn't, it wasn't like, he fell down some stairs. That be, yo, on my mama, that be fucked. He fell down some, like, he fell down the stairs. How many stairs? Like, it, it was a lot. I was gonna say, if the nigga fell down three stairs, it was, he died. It was, like, it was probably like 18, 19, like. Oh, he uh, fell down a flight of stairs. A flight. I had a nigga I grew up with named Tron, right? I always thought it was weird that his mama named him Tron. 
She was like T R O N. Yeah, she was like in the old science fiction and shit. Like we like should name that nigga like Buck Rogers or something. Right. No, Tron, like the shit with the you know the, the movie Tron back in the day. Mm-hmm. She named this nigga Tron anyway. That was his name, Tron Edwards. You know what I'm saying? Now Tron was one of the most ruthless niggas I've ever met in my life. Okay, Tron had been shot, Tron had been fucking stabbed. Trying to been blew up in a car. Like I literally saw the car blow up like in the movies. It blew the fuck up. That nigga got out. I saw this nigga get shot up at the checkers on 87 that is now Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> like I watched, I was standing there when the niggas walked in and I was like, man, hey Trump, hey you know them niggas, they walking fast as hell. Them niggas walking, and nigga hit the ground. I was like, oh shit, it was fucking me up. This nigga stayed in some shit, bro. Always in some shit. He kept getting shot up. I saw the, the nigga got stabbed. The nigga had a cut that went from like here all the way down and, and like across. It almost went across his like jugular, but it came down and, and like just missed. Because you know your jugular bang like right in here somewhere. It came right across and missed his shit. I'm like, this nigga crazy, man. He had the fucking scar forever. Like he been shot up, shot, stabbed, all this shit, nigga. This nigga died when he, his mama told me when he died. And I kind of chuckled a little bit because it was fucked up. And like, she didn't even like get mad. She was like, I know, baby. I know. Just, Cause she was like, yeah, baby, he gone. And I'm like, who? She's like, trying to die. I was like, what? So I'm fucked up at first. I'm like, finna crash. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? She said, shit, baby, he was changing the night bulb. Slipped out the bed. Hit his head on the dress. Died. Changing a light bulb. I said what? She was. Like, I was like, I am so sorry. I didn't mean. She was like, nigga, I know. She was like, that's the most ironic shit in the world. She said that boy done done so much horrible shit to people. And I had so much shit done to him, and he failed changing the light bulb. That's how you know in the bedroom when, when your time was overdue. Yeah, when, like when God just been like, I've been called for you. We just couldn't get you. We couldn't get you in there. So, <laughs> hey, bro, I remember this dude. I went to school with this dude. I was almost, his name was Mario. I was almost envious of his life. He had a mama and a daddy. He had a basketball goal with fiberglass. He had yeah. every goddamn fiber. That was big shit. That was big shit. Yeah, if you had fiber fucking glass. Back boy, he had a Nintendo with this. Bro, this dude, he had a Nintendo. He had a Sega. He's the first guy that I seen with a real goddamn duck hunt gun. Like he had the gun. He got the gun. You know he had the little shit. This nigga had the whole. That nigga had that bitch. I used to. I used to love this dude. Like, cut to. Have a race guy game. But got the steering wheel. He got the whole thing. This nigga had an arcade. He had like a mini arcade. He. This nigga had a mini arcade. So I was like, God, this nigga doing his thing. I. I boy, I really wish I had nigga, mama, and that. Doing good. Daddy always kept a fresh whip. Family always together. Nigga. We get to high school. We lose touch with each other. I don't know what's going on with him. Really know what's going on. So my cousins are selling dope or whatever. And he was like, uh, you know, uh, Mario Daddy. Man, he out there. I'm like, no. Nigga, out there. Nigga, I couldn't believe it. Nigga, I seen them. Put, I used to live in the area where they sold the crack. That nigga pulled up one day in this red Benz, nigga. I don't know what year we in. It was whatever the year we was in, the year after that. 
It was new shit. Whatever year we was in, that time, it's the year after that. That nigga is in a nice-ass foreign whip. Man, that nigga pulled up there and ordered that crack. <laughs> nigga, that nigga pulled up in that bitch and ordered that crack. That's why I know he ordered it because he got it from another cat. He sat in the car with him and he was just chopping it up. That nigga ordered that crack. Nigga, I was like, oh, shit. Let me get another seven. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the coat. Hey, bro. Oh, my God. This nigga is, I, I just remember looking at this nice-ass whip. This nice-ass whip in this slimy-ass neighborhood. And that nigga in there getting cracked. And I know him. I, kn I know he know me. I done been over your house. I'm like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, I ain't gonna say shit, but we know. I know you, that's crack. I know you, you know getting crack. You know that we know each other, don't you? I think you know that I know that you just bought some crack. <laughs> I don't give a fuck how old I am. Mean, I'm out here with these boys. They selling crack. I'm, I'm not selling crack. They selling crack. They, and I you damn sure done got you a nice little chunk of it. Hey, Louis, don't, don't, don't you hate when, when, when a, a prominent black father turned to crack? See, I ain't had no daddy. This was happening to this nigga. I told him, I said, I ended up running into him like maybe a couple of weeks later. I'm like, yo, Mario, what's up? He's like, man, man, how you doing? I said, like, man, what the fuck, what's up? <laughs> we gotta help your daddy, nigga. He was like, what's going on, man? I said, your dad. What's happening? What's happening with your dad? He's like, oh, man, he's still doing good, man. He works at the bank. He's like a regional manager at the bank. I'm like, that's all cool, but that nigga smoked crack. <laughs> did you know that? Hey, bro, did you know that? <laughs> Huh, Mario? This nigga smoke crack. He just don't want to discuss the crack. He was like, man, what you talking about? I was like, nah, bro. I seen your daddy car pull up in the hood, and that nigga ordered crack. Nigga, I seen it. He was like, you sure? I'm like, nigga, I know when a nice-ass car come in my neighborhood, it don't always come. He was like, hey, man, don't tell nobody else that shit. That ain't true. Don't tell nobody else that shit. All right, motherfucker, don't you trip. Don't you motherfucking trip. Nigga cut to daddy back in the hood again. Couple of days later, ordering more crack. Same red ass foreign whip. I'm like, oh shit. My man dropped in on him. He said, watch this. They leave around the corner. I need to come back by himself in that whip. Music loud than a motherfucker. Burning rubber. I didn't rent this motherfucker out for the day, y'all. I didn't rent this motherfucker out for the day. I said, Take me to Mario. Put me in this motherfucker. Take me to Mario. Goddamn, you don't believe your daddy smoke crack. Bring your ass. We drive around, go to his house. I go up to the door. Knock. What's up? Hey, man, what's up? Look at this car. Niggas just rented it out from your daddy. Your daddy smoking crack. Are you serious? Yeah. That's the nigga that sold your daddy the crack. Right there, him. Yeah. I'm bullshitting. Oh man, that's fucked up. On who part? You looking out for him, but part of you, it's gotta happen. It's happening. I am, nigga, because you don't think you thought your daddy was the shit. Yeah. And so did I. So did I. <laughs> so did I. Yeah, More of the story is be careful what you wish for. I was wishing for a crackhead daddy. 
I was wishing for a crackhead daddy. Didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. That's funny. Now listen, that's funny when you say that. Like you was looking for a crackhead daddy. Didn't know it. I look at life a little differently. Like when people be like, oh, your mama's on drugs and you know, and like your auntie and all of them. It's like, yeah, but some people look at it like a bad thing, but it really made me like one of the coolest kids in the neighborhood. It's like, you can come to my house and do all this. <laughs> 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 he made you the coolest kid in the neighborhood. My lady slept with my crib. Just like, you can come over there and have a ball, nigga. Cause like, but my mama was in there on drugs, nigga. Chilling with some nigga that was gonna give us some money for some drugs. <laughs> It, we was good over here, nigga. Come on in, chill. I was kicking it. I had bitches in there. I was fucking young. I had such, that's how I had kids so young. You know what I'm saying? Like, not to mention, like, that was shit. Like, I used to be ashamed of shit that my mama would do. And as I got older, I started realizing, like, my mama was ahead of her time. Like, my mama was really, like, an environmentalist. Like, way before niggas was into her. Niggas is all organic and shit now, but like, when I was a shorty, like, most people from Chicago, they family from like Mississippi, mm -hmm. somewhere down south deep, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's my whole family from Mississippi. So they used to do country shit mm -hmm. that got on my fucking nerves, because I'd be like, yo, we live in the city, yo. Like, we live in the city in the house. It was poor, like, we had a, like, my grandma... Was one of them old, like every family got that old grandma that's got some money. Like she done been saving up and all this shit since she left Mississippi mm -hmm. in 1908. Used to run a whole house. She been holding, <laughs> saving quarters for 52 years, nigga. She got a ton of money. She got a bank account, safe deposit box, all kind of secret shit. Everybody got a big mama with some money stashed away. It just so happened, in our case, big mama really like looked out for my mom. Mm -hmm. My mom would fall on hard times, she would go bad, she was always there. Like, hey, pick up. Especially once she got me, you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, I got a, you know, you got the baby, bam, take, bop, 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 all the time. Like, it's take with wrong. So, <clears throat> my grandma had a house that had, instead of garage, she had to tear the garage down and build another, well, not tear down, turn the garage into a house another one-story house. So she had a two-flat building in the front. She rented out the upstairs. She stayed downstairs and where the garage was supposed to be was a high house. Big backyard in the middle between us. Now, Big Mama got some money. We ain't got no money, you know what I'm saying? So we fucked up, plus she on drugs. Now, Big Mama gonna take care. She gonna make sure we keep a roof over our head. She ain't gonna make sure you got no, no dope. All right. None of that other shit, she ain't on that. So, it's, we still going through the bullshit, you know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> she would get them, she would do, they would always do shit that was country as fuck that would piss me off. But like later on, I learned to respect, like my mom and them, we had a, we had a, they had a dryer. We had a washer, but we had a fucking dryer. You know what I'm saying? So we, they would hand wash the shit in the tub. But instead of putting shit in the dryer, my mom would get mad at me for using the dryer. We was only allowed to use the dryer for special occasions. Like, it was, you know, a special thing. Like, right. she would go hang clothes outside on the line mm. in the backyard. My 
friends walking past, all our clothes hanging up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Now everybody can see that I ain't got three mm. pair of pants. All, right. all three of them hanging right there. Everybody see your shit. And when your, your shit three. washed, you ain't outside because your clothes been washed. I'm inside and I ain't got shit to put on. Niggas like, come out, nigga. You see my outfit. I can't go nowhere. <laughs> My shit hanging up. Hanging up Letting the Lord dry it. Fuck out of here, bro. So, like, that butt, she was saving energy as well as keeping uh, pollution out of the air from using the dry and smog. Oh, so your that. mom was on that shit already? Not really. She was on drugs. But, <laughs> but in the act, but she the was act, doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this big backyard that we have, like, they always told me this dream that uh, they was go like tear the backyard, they was go do down that and put concrete down and put up basketball hoops for me. No, that never happened, nigga. I had a little slab of concrete. I had a little slab of concrete that was about that thick, and a, a, a quarter of the porch that I nailed a crate to. And I would hoop on that. Yeah. That's how my handles got so tight because I was playing on that little tight ass. I was playing on that little tight ass piece of concrete. Oh my God. I was like, Steph Curry in that bitch. Like, nigga, I was born like Kyrie. Like, Kyrie got a tight handle. I got a real tight handle. Yeah. It was like, it's a little space out there. Because you hooped at a small spot. So, nigga, like, oh, he cold. And you just used to dribbling like this. I used to dribbling like this. Oh, my God. Man, that nigga cold. But instead of the hoop, the basketball court and all this shit, we get, you know, we got a, um, they had a, a yard, they had a, they had a, a garden in the yard. Like, and I don't mean like, you know, your mama planted a few flowers in the yard. No, nigga, they took a whole acre, a whole, you know what I'm saying? Because this is when we moved on up like the Jefferson. We had left the Robert Taylor on, moved on. But we booed on 43rd and Princeton. <laughs> just was a house, so we mm -hmm. felt good. We like, nigga, we had a house. When you got out the projects, you thought you, you made. You thought you was the shit. Yeah. So we get in the house, nigga. We happy. Now they take the whole backyard and talk, turn it into a garden, nigga. I'm talking about my mama and my grandma used to have me out there with a hoe. This is when I heard, this is when I learned what a hoe was. Like, and I was a kid and I was a dumbass kid. Like, not a dumbass kid in a way, like, stupid. I was very smart. But a dumb ass kid was really like, I'm stupid, I'm gonna do dumb shit. Mm -hmm. And I used to do like, I like, I love pranks and dumb shit like that when I was a kid. And getting away with shit. When I learned that the, there was a real thing called a hoe, and that I could say this word and get away with it around you adults, said, no. oh, I found oh, you so wear it many out. ways to say it. Oh, you want me to grab the hoe outside? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go out there and hold it, y'all? <laughs> Like, I couldn't wait to say, oh, some kind of way to my mama, like, to her face. Right. Oh, there's some holes in the backyard. There's some holes in the backyard. <laughs> you want me to go out there and get the holes? <laughs> mama, you gonna do some holes today? <laughs> like, cause my mama beat your ass, you know what I'm saying? But it was like, and she knew what I was on some bullshit, but some shit she thought was funny. Some shit she was like, well, she wouldn't catch cause she was high. It didn't matter. Mm -hmm. I would be on bullshit. I, same thing with the word pussy willow. Oh, nigga. I used to go nuts. Pussy willow. Pussy willow, nigga. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Just I to say the word. word. I saw the word in the dictionary. I get my ass I up. I knew better. I knew better. I, it wasn't even no plan I with that. I realized that it was a word that I could play around with. Yeah. I got yeah. I got had no fucking garden and everything. Yeah. We used to go out there and hold that shit up, plant seeds, let the shit grow, tomatoes, cabbages, 
corn, all this shit in the backyard. Now, let me tell you how my grandma is. She's so goddamn country. It's a vacant lot next to us where it used to be a fucking house. Long ass vacant lot, as long as our, as long as our yard is. The house been towed down, so now it's just a vacant lot, then the corner store. My grandma said, fuck it, the lot empty. I'm finna plant some shit over here. She goes and holds that shit down. She ain't buy this shit. No, she owns the shit next door. She go over here on this property that's being sold. It's got a side up. She go over here and hold this shit up. Put goddamn plants and shit over there. She got long ass stalks of goddamn greens growing. All kinds of shit in these people's yard. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck y'all think y'all are, man? Y'all can't just do that. The city own that. They ain't give a fuck. Police come through, they giving them niggas radishes and shit. Nigga, y'all eating greens with glass in it. It's Man. Because <laughs> niggas, don't think niggas have stopped selling, uh, hiding dope in this vacant lot. <laughs> I don't know. I probably <laughs> ate plenty of crack. <laughs> I didn't eat crack. <laughs> they, they had crack all in the goddamn uh, in the cabbages. On they stash in the tulips, nigga. <laughs> hey, man, listen. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. On the other side, finishing up. This organic story from Damn Food. This is Did You Miss Me? I'm D-Lay. It's your boy Damn Food. And I'm M-Dubs. Be right back. This is different people. Patreon subscribers, we've been watching y'all. Y'all been watching us. We've been making moves for y'all. You know why? Because we won't give y'all exclusive shit. Because y'all deserve it. Why? Because y'all are investing in us. Let me tell you what we got, Patreon. Uncut, unadulterated stories that'll never, ever, ever hit the airwaves. Just y'all ears and eyes will be able to view it. So guess what, people? $20 subscribers. We thank y'all. $2 subscribers. Come on now. Come on, you got to come on now. I know you're getting money now. You know, I know we're going to be motivating you motherfuckers to get the money. So come on, people. Drop that bread off on us. Damn food is in this bitch. He dropped, he's sprinkling tidbits of motherfucking unadulterated juice in you bitches life. What y'all doing? $2 subscribers, come on now. Step that bitch up. $20 subscribers? Man, what's in tune for y'all? I wish I could. I want to tell you right now. But you can't. I can't. You can't. I can't tell you. They got to see it. And they they thought see. I was dead, bitch. I'm still here. Don't tell me. Don't you say See, that's another goddamn story. Subscribe. Dead man, dead man walking. Ask for that story. Dead nigga. For all y'all that's been asking, there he is. He's still around. He's David Rucker has not left the group. Hey, man, we back up in this thing. Fool mama's been, she been an environmentalist. Y'all yeah. just started doing this yeah, shit. This you new niggas. Organic food grown by yourself. My mama been growing shit, boy. Fuck you mean? I used to have um, a fig tree across the street from me. This man named Mr. Drummond. A fig tree. Yeah, you put fig tree. He had okra planted. He had tomatoes. He had greens. And he had cats. I don't know what a fig looked like outside of Newton. Oh, it's a little plump, like a little plummy looking thing. Okay. Over. And you eat them. That's sweet. I wasn't really big on that. We remember now and then. You said cat. Yeah, cats. I hated them motherfuckers. I hated them. I hate they was everywhere. God damn, all through the house, all through the garden and shit. Then he had dogs that got along with the cats. It wasn't even no like no beef. It was just. I hate dogs that hang with cats. I didn't like that it little just communion. Yeah. Just, I didn't like it. It was. Ugh, I didn't like it. Cats more alley dwellers. You know what I'm saying? So when you see a dog in the alley with a cat, it's like, it's like, what, what, you, ass, like what you rolling with him for? What's he going to bug that nigga? What's wrong with you? You want to be a cat, nigga? <laughs> I would pick a dog up like, nigga, you want to be a cat? God made you a dog. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Mr. Drummond was interesting because he was probably about 89. He was old. Black? Then a motherfucker. <laughs> Rode a bike everywhere. Old man, had a little hump in his back, Mr. Drummond. And really nice guy, really nice guy. And I'm almost sure he was fucking Miss Stanley. She's probably like 60 something too. This old fucking, this is old fucking. She was interesting because she got my ass whooped on several occasions. Now I was always throwing shit. When I was a kid, I just threw shit. Rocks, anything, bricks, any goddamn. I'm just throwing shit. Like throw shit. Mr. Drummond don't give a fuck. He know I'm a boy. I'm just doing boy shit. All right. Throwing it through my at the stop sign one day. Cow, cow, cow. I'm more of a flanger. Like I used to like. I'm chalking these bitches. Cow, I'm trying to hit the O in that bitch. Cow, the P in that bitch. Cow, the S. Didi, stop throwing those rocks. I'm like, bitch, what you got? What you worried about it for? Why are you worried about me throwing these goddamn rocks? Go watch the story somewhere. Right. Get your ass out of here. Right. Kaka. Kaka. Day go by. Nothing happened. Go back to home. Right across the street. I see Mr. Drummond. He's all these goddamn cats. And he got this. One of the dogs is pregnant now. Oh, my God. Pregnant ass dog. <laughs> the cats look like they're trying to drink the dog milk. This is too much shit going on with this whole goddamn family. Mr. Drummer has the kid, has the babies, maybe like a couple of days later. The kids look like they're trying to drink. It's all kind of shit going on. My grandmother. And you mean from her body, not at a bowl. Oh, no, no, from her body. <laughs> nah, the cat trying to suck the dog milk titties. Yeah, that's what they're doing over there in that, that household. Interracial animals. Man, there's some, some bullshit going on over there in that community. So oh, okay. he has a dog, and I wanted a dog. I really wanted a dog. So I got the dog, just brought him home, washed him up, you know, new dog. My grandma said, I'm gonna whoop your ass. I'm like, fuck, I should have asked about these goddamn dogs before I brought him home. Come to find out, she don't even know I got this dog. Cause I got the dog in the, in the back in a little box. She talking about me throwing the rocks. Miss, Miss, Miss Stanley didn't told on me that I've been throwing these rocks. Okay. And this was back in the day where you had to let the person know that toll on them. Like the mother would let you know that I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to make sure that he been doing what? Right. I'm going to make sure I'm going to see to it that he get it. She said, come in, get your ass over here. Let's go. We walk down the street. I'm like, oh, we're walking towards Miss Stanley. I said, fuck with her. We go in there. Hey, Miss Stanley. How you doing? Hey, I'm fine. Hey, Didi. Like, bitch, don't speak to me. You done toll on me. What we here for? Now, what you said he was doing? Oh, you know, he was out there and he was throwing him rocks. Cacao, cacao. He just throwing them. And I told him, I said, you got to stop throwing them rocks. That's not a good idea. And he just, he just had on blinders and he had his ears clogged up that day because he wasn't listening to nothing. He kept it right on the throwing. Cacao, cacao. I'm looking at this bitch like that ain't really happened like that. Okay, but I'm gonna let you live. My grandmother slapped me right in front of her. Gah! Yeah, that's what his ass did. Go get me a switch. Fuck. I go get a switch. She come back. She made Miss Stanley hold my goddamn wrist out See, and she whooped my goddamn throwing hand. First of all, first of all, Miss Stanley 
is standing there to watch the execution. She's ho she's assistant now. Right, but, but, but she had already chosen to stay yeah, she knew it. and witness the execution. And she tricked on you so decent. Yeah, she trying to act like she wasn't talent. But like she was you wasn't diming me. So I'm getting my motherfucking wrist whooped. Just <laughs> nothing but the wrist. Just you ain't never got your ass whooped till you got your wrist whooped. I'm getting my wrist whooped. Oh, shit. And she ain't whooping nothing but that. And Miss Stanley in that hold hold still. You can't hold still oh, doing this shit. violent ass act. I remember being so humiliated. Stop I was just crying. like Stop crying, bitch. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wanna say, but she fucking Mr. Drummer. And I know it. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. I wanted to die. I'm like, I got some dirt too, bitch. I got some dirt too. I couldn't know. I couldn't. I let her live. I let you live, Miss Stanley. Rest your soul. Holding your arm like she don't do no wrong. Yeah, assisted in this ass whooping. You fucking Mr. Drummond. Got my wrist whooped. Willis Nell did. You ain't shit. I remember when I got taken from my mama. Like when they found when DCF, like the DCFS, the Department of Children and Family Services. And they finally decided that they had enough. Okay. They took me from me. Right. How old was you? Well, they took me from my first mom when I was three months old. How many moms you had? Two. I, I was adopted when I was three months old. And then I met my biological mom when I was 20. So they take me from my adopted mom now at 13. You got took from two moms? Yeah. Shit. I didn't do shit. They took me. I fucked up as a result of them taking me. If they'd have left me there, I would have strived to be so much better than them that I would have <coughs> make a good kid. You make your life. If you want your kids to be shit, you can't be shit. And then they'll be like, oh, you nothing like this nigga. Because if you got shit together and you want to I don't want to be like this nigga. You try to hand down the shit to your kid. He True facts. I don't want your money, dude. Facts. I want a backpack across Europe. Like, like get your, get, like all joy, get your ass out of all joy kids ain't shit. I mean, how can you live up? Like, what you, what you going to do? What you going to do? What you going to do, your daddy might be doing? You can't be successful. Like, yeah, yeah. But I'm in the group or I get put in. They take me from my adopted mother now. You know what I'm saying? For several reasons. I'm back in the group home. This is at the age of like 13. I'm just getting into high school at the time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was in high school a little early. So I'm in high school, like 13, about to be 14. You know what I'm saying? Soon. And uh, <laughs> they take me from a bottle. I'm in the group home again, back going through this shit. So I don't want to be here. But at the same time, I'm one of them motherfuckers. Like, I'm 13, I'm in a household where you, where like, as fucked up as things were, it was some things that were valued that just didn't get missed, like being black and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? I didn't really understand it until I was probably about 12, 13, that how important being black was, but like, it was always stressed in my house, you know what I'm saying? It's like, man, my mom crack, I don't hear nothing about it. We gotta stick together and be black people. But it's like, it was some real shit to that. That was always enforced. I watched a lot of like documentaries, like Eyes on the Prize, the Martin Luther King marches, and all this shit. Like my mama had DVDs of this shit, and we would like sit up and watch. It. I thought it was morbid as fuck that we would sit up there and watch that. You know what I'm saying? But she would get high and watch all kind of crazy shit. So we would watch that type of shit. And so I was real political minded. You know what I'm saying? In second grade, nigga, I played Malcolm X in a fucking play. And was on the cover of the Tribune, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like that's how deep it got in my house. So, um, I was into movement. Like, I saw a chance for a movement. 
at the group home. <laughs> you about to start a movement? Oh, I'm about to start a movement. 13. I'm, I'm about to be Martin Luther X, nigga. Yeah. I'm going to mix the two niggas. Kevin X. Kevin X. You Kevin X. Listen, because this is the thing. It's, it's fucked up here. Okay. Okay. Um, the place is, there's a, um, it's like a, it's like a, a shelter, right? It's got, um, it's got a, it's, it's a building, and on the sixth floor is the boys, fifth floor is the girls, third floor is kids, it's a mixed floor. Like third, you transgenders, ten and under. No, nigga, no. <laughs> they ten and under. Oh shit! Regular kids. <laughs> I stop regular. Oh shit! Oh, oh fuck it up. It's getting worse. Oh shit! They ten and under kids, <laughs> and they, they because they so young, they figure they not sexual, so they keep them on. A, it's a, uh, it's a you know dual gender. Uh, floor like cool, boys, yeah. boys on that side, girls on that side. Mm -hmm. Thirteen and up, they got us separated. You know what I'm saying boys and girls on a different floor because they don't want y'all fucking. Right. They don't need y'all making motherfuckers to go on the first floor, on the second. Floor. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? First floor, all offices and shit like that. Everything above that is all offices and shit like that. Inside the shelter, when you come off the elevator, there's a desk right here to your left. When you walk up to the desk to the right. Straight down the hall is 20 rooms, 10 on each side. When you walk down the hall, they're on either side of you. Each room got a set of bunk beds in it with two boys in it. And saying same thing on the other hall to the left of the desk. Main office for that floor where the administrator's at. Desk with the, plate, with the lady, bathroom. There's a bathroom in your room. And that's, it's like enough room. It's like a jail cell. It's a bathroom. It's a jail cell with a bathroom. You got a bathroom, you can close the door. Open that door, then it's just a little room with the door. Once you open the door, you're in the hallway. It's a long ass hallway. You get to the desk. For, across from the desk is a day room. You know what I'm saying? Um, this place is like, it looks just like jail. You know what I'm saying? It's like they basically preparing you to live in jail. <coughs> you how jail is. Same kind of core value, same value system, same shit. Same shit you learn in jail when you get there. You know what I'm saying? When you do the little classes and all that dumb shit that they give you. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's basically they teaching you how to be compliant. That's how what I felt like they were doing at the group home. You know what I'm saying? Then on top of that, it's like the shit is bad conditions. Like, you know, we're we're not allowed to clean our own space at this particular place for some reason. So it's like we had to wait for them to clean it and it wasn't being cleaned every day. You know what I'm saying? Like <coughs> shit we were supposed to have, we didn't have. You know what I'm saying? They gave us these bullshit ass uniforms that I didn't like. You know what I'm saying? They had us all looking alike. It was like this whole uniform thing really started getting on my nerves. And I was like, I don't like this whole uniform thing. I feel like we we being, you know, uniformed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like put it in cattle. So nigga, I get everybody together. I'm like, man, fuck this shit, man. You don't like this shit. I don't like this shit. They fucking with the food. They lock the food up at 10 o'clock. Blah, blah, blah. We, we got, everybody got all kind of complaints. I take everybody complaints down. I said, we got to march down to the office and get everybody together. We got them to clean up. We, we get, I get everybody together. We take our fucking uniforms. Don't wear them that day. 
marched down to the motherfucking uh, office. Well, check it on your regular clothes. Regular clothes. Everybody got on regular clothes. Every, how clothes. many people? Everybody going with it? My whole floor, my whole unit. Everybody. Few people didn't go, but out of those 40 rooms, nigga, most of them niggas is with me. Right. We, we done. <clears throat> we room full of kids, organized. We like, listen, here's the thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we don't like the eating, the food conditions. The food is terrible. This is terrible. This is terrible. We don't feel like we should have to live like this. Y'all plucked us from our families, took us from our kids. I mean, our, our moms are dead. I'm going in. I'm out of Mexico. I'm getting it in. You know what I'm saying? That's a good speech. Y'all took us from our family. That's a good speech. We didn't ask to be here. Y'all plucked us away from where we were comfortably, put us here, told us where we were wasn't a good place for us to be, but that's where we've been our entire lives. Tell them, fool. That's where we've been. That's where we've been nurtured. That's where we've been taken care of. But wow. you told me I wasn't being taken care of good enough, and you brought me here. He now not. that you have me here, you have to take care of me. And I want to be taken care of a certain way, and so do the rest of these guys. Yeah! And all with me. We going, we going in. Great you know motherfucking speech. They ready. I'm like, okay, we in there. So they listening to us. They're like, yeah. you know, Miss uh, Miss Tracy is her name. I hated this bitch. She always blinked like this when she talked. Like I couldn't stand this shit. She just, you know, well, um, see the thing is, and she had like moles on her face. Mm. You know what I'm saying? None of these people moles on your face, but. I ain't like Miss Tracy Moles at the fucking time. She had the moles and she always blinking and shit like this. That's because a mole probably was. Like, <laughs> she thought the motherfucker was in her eye. <laughs> but it wasn't, so she. And, you know, she was like, well, you know, Kevin, this speech was very um, inspirational. I understand. I know what you mean. I feel you. I, we, we get it as, you know, well, I don't know what they call themselves, RAs, resident assistants, some shit, because we were residents and the assistant. Well, you know what I'm saying, whatever. Um, and I was like, and I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. So what's the deal? She was like, but nothing, it, this is the thing. We have slow funding to give away that we're giving. We're we're funded by the government. They give us money. We pay for this. Blah 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 blah. Now, here's where the bullshit comes in. Here's where people start believing the story. Cause Kevin had already looked up how much each child is worth. Kevin then looked up how much they get paid for each kid, how much the, the, the food budget is. First of all, we're supposed to be getting a stipend. We're supposed to get a stipend every month for clothes. Every month. I'm supposed to be getting taken down to the fucking store with this stipend that the store is going to take because it's government issue. They're going to let me buy whatever I want to in here for this amount of dollars. Now, it's I had been given a stipend one time. The one time I was given a stipend, it was for $200. I went to the store. I was told what to buy. I look at the book. I read the shit. It says a child is to be given $400 stipend, $200, um, <clears throat> at, uh, at the $200, no, it's $250. You get $250 a month stipend for clothing. Your food is already taken care of because the food is prepared there. <clears throat> this $250 stipend is specifically for clothes. And whatever you want to buy. School supplies, all that other shit, they buy. So why when I got my stipend when I first got here, which I've only got one. I've been here two years. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas ain't only get my stipend. Damn. I'm looking at you and all this shit. So we going through all the different shit. I'm like, okay, so check this out. 
ain't getting much. Not only did I not get, not only have I only gotten one stipend since I've been here. You know, I really only been there like six months. Right. I've only gotten one stipend since I've been here. That stipend was for two hundred dollars. It was fifty dollars missing. I was also told what to buy. I had to buy school supplies. I had to buy toilet tissue from my room. All kind of shit like this. And they told me that I had, they were doing it because they were teaching me to be responsible. But right here in the book, it says that I was supposed to be given a stipend that I could use at. They said Ed would be allowed to buy at his choice. Some shit the way it was worded. It meant I could spend it how I wanted to, bitch. All right. And that ain't what happened. Y'all made me buy a book bag and some other shit that y'all was supposed to buy. Where the book bag money go? Bitch, hashtag, where Run the money that. really go? Run that. I need to know what's up. And I put them goddamn uniforms back on, and I don't want to hear shit else about the conditions around this bitch. And I said to Miss Tracy, hey, Miss Tracy, I know you're Mr. Crumbly, fuck. <laughs> now you gotta play dirty. Now you gotta play dirty. You gotta play dirty. And Tracy and Mr. Crumbly been fucking since I've been there. I know this because my uncle's a pimp. Okay, I know body language, I know shit like that. So I know they fucking around, I know they talk to each other outside of work. Shit. I hear them talking and doing shit. They in my room one day. And they meet up, they like at my door flirting and shit. I'm in, you know, I'm in the bathroom. My All right. room supposedly empty. They, he got her pressed up against the wall. I come out, I see her. So she know I know about that. She want to know what else I know. But what she don't know is old, old Mr. Kevin been snooping around. Cause yeah. I got to have some dirt. Get the dirt. Get that dirt. You know what I'm saying? So I get a job working at the fucking uh, the uh, shelter. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Listen, I, I don't mind cleaning up, like being on the mop and detail and shit. Right. So I'm on detail. So I'm cleaning them places I ain't supposed to be. Yeah. Oh. So when you go on the first floor, you're going back. Back in the back where Mr. Crumbly and Miss Tracy used to like to park and fuck. I'm back there mopping that room. Hey, ain't nothing in this room. Ain't there. You didn't be a nosy. But I know that something's going on back this way because I see him go out this back door. And I, he didn't park up against the one from the wall where can't nobody see him that's coming into the lot. But he's not thinking about this window that's right here that looks down on his car. 
I'm looking right into the window, but at an angle where I'm up where you're not looking if you fucking so you right. can't see me. So I know they in the car doing weird shit to each other. I see it. Nigga, after I see it one time, I said, okay, I take some pictures. I don't get nothing good. I just get them in the car, shit like this. So, you know what I'm saying? I, um, I got all this. So when I say, yeah, I know y'all fucking, she, she startled. And then she, because she's got to catch herself. Catch yourself. <laughs> Young man. Mr. Simpson, <laughs> stop it. Now, see, that's desperation. Right? <laughs> now, that's desperation. <laughs> all of this great demonstration. Now, that's desperation. This great demonstration you just put on. Now, you want to give, you're going to go to desperation. I, I expect better from you. I said, oh. Just like I'd expect y'all to be smarter than the park behind the building where y'all work. This meeting is adjourned, Mr. Hey, get your ass out of there. Yeah, the board is is looking down. Oh, I'm like, shit. I ain't never looked for where Mr. Crumley and them car. Now, they had this thing at the, at the home, at the group home, where they could restrain you if you were out of control. <laughs> Kevin's out of control. Next thing I know, I get tackled to the ground. There's <laughs> three other RAs, and these got his knees in my back. Another nigga bent in my arm back. Nigga yelled out, Kevin's out of control. Y'all want a nigga to shut up, but now I'm out of control. Nigga, they got me. Kevin's out of control. They got me bent up, took me to the little padded room. It's a padded room on the floor, nigga. They put me in there, called the restraint room. They're like, now, Kevin, we not going to buckle you down, because it's a bed in there that they buckle you down, too. You know what I'm saying? They're like, we not going to buckle you down, but you got to stay in the restraint room for 20 minutes. They know damn yeah, well. Nigga, we ain't scared of you. But I'm going in. I'm like little Michael Evans in this motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I'm mad to the motherfucker. All my rights are being violated right now, in my opinion. But they threw my ass in the lip. <laughs> That's right. Man, let me tell you something about it's rights being violated. <laughs> Fool, let me tell you something about rights being violated. I have had my goddamn rights violated by the law. LAPD to be exact. Mm. Y'all know what y'all did to me to this day is wrong. I want a written apology and a public one. Them motherfuckers are just luck. as bad as our police and worse, nigga. Let me tell you what happened to me. <clears throat> Carol police like slap you a lot. Oh, they love to put their hands on. Like, like on some, we ain't gonna beat you up. We ain't gonna ride the king you because we ain't stupid. Oh, but we gonna slap shit at you. And they say dumb, what, dumb shit, what you doing over here? I, I can't go anywhere, like... Man. What you doing over here? Your address is this. Why you over here? That's good. I usually say some shit to make them mad. Go on and get some dick. You want to come? Little damn. <laughs> the fuck? Just do the So I'm in L.A. I'm downtown. I'm in the house with my wife and kids. Being a good father, it's a Wednesday. I'm out of water. I have no more water. So what I usually do is I take the big gallons, like the five gallons, mm -hmm. 10 gallons, down to the water point. 
and which is like a grocery store down the street. Fill it back up. Fill it back up. Mm -hmm. Usually takes me about five to seven minutes to knock that out. One of the coolest things I see, I think about it, is that water shit. I was like, that's so cool. Like, the water. Spray water. I said, hey, babe, going right down across the street, running across the street, driving. It's like maybe four minutes up the block. So maybe like 10 minutes to do all this. Right. So I hop in my car and I'm rolling at this time because I still got money from Vegas. I got a Lexus LS460. You've seen it. <laughs> Peanut butter in size. Beautiful. Wood leather. Wood uh, wood grain steering wheel. Uh, automatic park. Wow. Parked your bitch by itself. Yeah, parallel parks by itself. Yeah. Some bitch sells itself. So I hop in the car. I got the water jugs with me. Mm -hmm. I'm rolling. I make a left onto Wilshire. I see the cop behind me. I'm not worried about him. I'm good to go. Got an LS460, Lexus, everything taken care of. I ain't tripping. And you got the water. I'm riding. See the police still behind me. Come up to the red light. Not tripping. <clears throat> Music is playing. I'm vibing. I turn into a food for less. When I turn into a food for less, I park the car right in front of the water point. I take a step out. I hear, get on the ground, get on the ground, get on the ground, get on the ground. What's in your hands? Drop what's in your hands. I threw the bitch out. Water bottle. I'm like, it's a water bottle. Turn around. I'm like, oh shit, turn around. I look up in the sky. It's a goddamn helicopter beaming down on me. I'm like, the police in the sky too. Then, four or five cars pull up. They are making a scene. I'm in the middle of Food for Less parking lot. I got on a tank top, some sweats, some flip-flops. I'm standing like, I've never been in this position before, not with the law. I'm like, what the fuck? I said, excuse me, what's the, don't turn around again. Don't turn, drop what's in your hand. I'm like, nigga, ain't nothing in my hands. I dropped the shit. Two water jugs. One I drop on the inside, the other I drop on the outside. Walk backwards towards us. What? Turn around. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm walking backwards towards him. Keep walking. Walk to the command of my voice. As I'm still walking, I'm like, what the fuck could I have done from the point of leaving my house with this water to right now to have a helicopter in the sky? As we helicopter. Police cars everywhere. Everybody's gun is drawn. Who do they think I am? I'm walking backwards. I hear some footsteps. Footsteps getting like it's running. I'm like, I need to turn around and see what the fuck. Bah! Before I turn. Man, this nigga flying knee to the back. Right in the center of my goddamn spine. Bah! I'm like, ah, nigga. I'm down. They all jump on me. I'm like, I promise you, you got the wrong nigga. <laughs> but I'll, I promise you. I promise you I do nothing. I am not this nigga y'all looking that for. That deserves this. I left out the house with the intention of hydrating. This, that is it. What the fuck is going on? I'm like, hey man, what the fuck is this? They grab my head, it's pushed down to the ground, arms behind my back, knee in my back. 
I'm like, okay, let me just shut the fuck up and figure out what the fuck they think they got me on. I'm thinking, like, I know I haven't done nothing to deserve this. I'm not saying I ain't did shit, but not this. Right. Man, they give me up, they sit me on the curb. It was like, yeah, yeah, that's how we get down LAPD. It was a little young cat, he was like, yeah, that's how we get down LAPD. I'm like, okay, really? Yeah, that's how we get down. Them niggas was high-fiving, nigga, fist pumping. I'm like, somebody got to tell me something. Another car pulls up, dude gets out, go talk to the dudes, he come up to me, he said, you, uh, you know why uh, they stopped you? I said, not a clue, because his car is stolen. I said, oh, y'all done fucked up now. Oh, y'all clearly done fucked up now. That's what y'all think? That's what y'all did all this shit for? I'm talking shit now. That's what y'all did all? Oh, they, hey, y'all done fucked up. Hey, mister, that's how LAPD do it? Hey, you done fucked up too. Hey, Rodriguez, you done fucked up. I'm just calling niggas names. That nigga name ain't Rodriguez. Hey, Rodriguez, you done fucked up too. Everybody, get that helicopter out of here. That done fucked up. Everybody done fucked up. Hey, you're out of here. Hey, Lewandowski, you done fucked up, Lewandowski. Hey, bruh. I said, hey, I tell you what, go look in that glove compartment and get these motherfucking cuffs off me. I didn't do shit. Ooh, all you niggas, I'm talking shit now. So, ooh, all you niggas, all you niggas going down for this. Ooh. My man goes to the glove compartment, he takes it, goes on the other side of the car. I'm like, hey, and don't try to change shit on it. Don't try to change shit on that. That's me. That's my shit. Man, my man come back. He was like, yeah, they actually, they made a mistake. Yeah, they made a mistake. Um, they had a call that this car was stolen. I'm not sure what that's about, but we're still going to take you to jail. Yeah, for 10 on the windows and resisting arrest. What? Fuck y'all, man. What? They said oh, we take you. God. Y'all, I am hot. Hot. Living. Nigga, I'm hot. <laughs> they impound my car. No. Yes, they take me to jail. Officer resisting, resisting arrest. Nigga, I, think you just I walk backwards. backwards and got accused of resisting arrest. How you walk backwards and get accused? Walked backwards. I walked the other way in which you're supposed to walk, and still got charged. I was like, what? So I, while I'm in there, um, I make a phone call. I make one phone call. I try to call my wife. I can't. Get, she sleep. She out of this mess. It's like 9.30. She out of here. Don't know I'm in jail at all. I'm out of there. That morning, they let me go. They drop all the charges. They drop all the charges. Everything. So I'm like, okay, cool. I need to go get this goddamn car out of the impound. I run, go get the car out of the impound, pay that $250. i am like, fuck me. I'm calling everybody, bro. I try to call Al Sharpton. <laughs> nigga, I tried to call Al. Oh, you think you've been wrong? You getting on that phone? I, I, nigga, I tried to call everybody. You know, nobody would take my motherfucking case. They, they, they was like, well, you got arrested. I was like, yeah, but you see what they did to me? Like, they, they, right. they, 
Right. They fucked over right. it. Yeah, but you were resisting. No, I was. I walked backwards. I walked backwards. <laughs> I never resisted. I walked walk backwards. backwards. I walk backwards. I'm mad. I'm like, that kills everything. I, oh, I walk, I walk backwards. Nigga, how do you get accused of resisting? You, nigga. So, you walk the way in which you are not supposed I to. I walk the an opposite direction, which you're supposed to do normally. Bruh, I'm pissed. Cut to a couple of weeks later. I, I'm not working, so I, when I'm not working, I still like to hit the stage and do the open mics. And I'm in North Hollywood at the Haha Cafe. I go in there and it's a little list. You pay five dollars. I'll pay five dollars to go work out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Look at some different comedians. And I pull, I think I'm like number five or something. I mean, and they're bringing up all these new comedians, a whole lot of new comedians. Uh, lo and behold, a new comedian goes, you know how you see somebody, you know, recognize the motherfuckers because you're used to seeing them in uniform. Mm -hmm. Nigga, it's one of them cops, that little young, it was a young little Latino dude. And I was like, I remember his face. He wasn't tripping. He wasn't like, mm -hmm. but I remember the nigga's face. And I'm like, I don't want to bring that up. It may, it may not even be this nigga. So my man is doing a set. He bomb like new niggas do. Come off stage. And I said, hey, can I talk to you for a second? Hey, man, got to work on that set. Like your shit was all over the place. That shit was all over the place. He said, yeah, man, I'm new, trying to give him a thing. I said, but what you do? He said, man, I'm a police. I said, do I look familiar to you at all? He said, man, I see so many faces during the day. I said, do you remember a nigga getting charged with resistance for arrest and he was walking backwards? That was sound familiar to you. Like, you ever like, had an encounter where a nigga was walking back, backwards? <laughs> Niggas walking backwards. And got accused. And it was like helicopters in the sky. It was food for less. It was a water point. He was like, oh, I thought you looked familiar. Hey, man, that was fucked up what they did. Let me just tell you, that was fucked up. I said, why you didn't say something about it? He said, man, that wasn't my position. I was new. I'm still new on the force. And he looked me dead in my eyes and he said, did you miss me? God damn. Took y'all around the world and drop y'all ass off, man. This is Did You Miss Me? Another fire episode. I'm delayed. This is worth it, fool. I don't give dubs, We got my man dubs in the building, man. Thank y'all for watching, man. As always, man. We love y'all, man.